This is Miller's Edge on Tide The Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is The Miller's Edge. Here on the Miller's Edge on the Tide 100.9, we're here to get you ready to rock and roll for this weekend. The Alabama Crimson Tide wheels up probably around 2.33-ish on the day as they head to Texas to take on the Aggies at College Station in Cowfield. A hundred plus thousand will be in attendance, and it will be a showdown in the SEC West. Both teams are undefeated in the SEC. One will come away with the L. Who will that be? What say you? Will it be the Crimson Tide who's favored just by a smidge? I say a smidge over the Aggies of AM, who, by the way, not even ranked. A lot of people saying that the Aggies are the team to beat and the Tide haven't arrived yet. What a statement moment. What a statement opportunity for the Crimson Tide this weekend on Saturday, 2 30 p.m. on C. B.S. What say you? This is Prediction Friday, 205-342-9904. That's the number to call. Call in, win yourself a nice hat, Miller's Edge hat or shirt. And uh, if you get it right, if you get it right. So we'll do that on the program today. We'll give you our keys to the game. We'll break it down. Our final breakdown. What do the Tide need to do to secure the win? What must they do? to secure this win on the road. That's what I'm asking you today as you call in to give us your predictions. Christian Miller and Justin Jones hanging out with me on the program today. Guys, yesterday we got uh, kind of, um, as Christian said, Tyler Booker be doing, kicking people out the club. Uh, we got kicked out the club radio club <laughs> doing the show yesterday uh, because of a serious situation. <laughs> Uh, happening down at one, I guess, one of the hotels off Scala Boulevard. So you probably didn't hear us, uh, although you can go on radio on demand, download that app, Tide 100.9, and you can listen to the show on yesterday because uh, we got we got ousted. We got ousted out the club, uh, the radio club. So uh, we had some good things to sell yesterday, but we can kind of rehash some of those. Uh, what's up, guys? Happy Friday. It's the weekend. Everybody works for the weekend, but the Tide definitely going to have to work hard 
this weekend to try to get a win on the road at Texas A&M. They definitely are, but it's going to be a fun one. I'm excited. I can't wait. You know, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to this matchup. Been looking forward to it, and th- this is the this is the one that I think means the most right now, and, and really could mean the most this entire season. We've been talking about it, you know, the battle for the West. You know, who, all the implications in this game. Uh, but the more we've talked about it, the more I'm I'm starting to kind of paint a picture in my head how I feel it might go, and uh, I'll be glad to kind of break that down and talk about that. But we had another great episode of the Miller's Edge Extra last night over on our YouTube channel, so make sure you go check us out there and subscribe there, drop a like, leave a comment, uh, just engage with us, help us grow there. We appreciate all the support. Again, that's at the Miller's Edge on YouTube. We went live for the Miller's Edge Extra Live show last night, and we'll be, uh, we'll be, be back uh, following the game for our post-game show, the Miller's Edge post-game, beginning at, I guess, roughly, you know, probably 6.30 or 7 or so, just you know, right around the, the, the finish of the football game. So make sure you guys tune in there as we break down and give our analysis on what transpired. Hopefully we're we're all celebrating and talking about how great Alabama played and, and how they got the job done, uh, which I fully believe is going to be the case. So a lot of fun stuff this weekend. Looking forward to it again. Always want to uh, give a big thanks to all of our partners, starting with Buffalo's Cafe. Remember, they're in Midtown Village. If you're in Tuscaloosa, you got to go check them out. Every Wednesday, you've got Wing Night. It's called Bash Night, $17.99. Unlimited wings and fries or chips, your choice. You can't beat it. You also can't beat their weekday lunch day special, folks. $9.99 with a drink included. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss these deals. And they have, have a tremendous amount of items on the menu, whether it's tacos, wings, uh, fajita bowls, steaks, burgers. They have everything you can think of. And it's also a phenomenal place to go watch the football games every weekend. And you can always join us for our live show there, Fridays of Home Game Weekend. So, again, go check out Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village right now. But, yeah, man. I'm really fired up for this one. You know, there's been a lot of talk about it, and rightfully so. There's been a lot of rumors uh, swirling around about the status of Jalen Milrow. I'm not sure where these are coming from, but we can talk about that as well. Just so so much going on right now. But, you know, that, that that is, you know, that's how this thing goes, especially when there's you know, a big game like this. But, you know, there's a lot of big games this weekend, too. You got the, the Red River uh, rivalry, uh, Oklahoma and, and Texas. Uh, they'll be uh, having a big game as well. So a lot of fun stuff. Uh, plan for this weekend. So I'm excited. Anytime you got a big weekend in college football, I mean, you can't beat it. I'm just looking forward to it. I'm super excited to see how all these things uh, pan out because I feel like as we get down the stretch, we're starting to see things start to take shape, right? And, and this season so far has been fun. There's just there's a lot more parity right now this season, you know, specifically in the SEC, especially with the West being up for grabs and really just in general. I mean, you got Kentucky making a play. They look like they might end up taking the East. Right. And then just nationally, Mm. I mean, you've got several Pac-12 teams in the top 10. I mean, things are just this is a very interesting college football season. But I'll say so far, it's been pretty fun. No doubt about it. It's been a uh, fun half. This is halfway. I mean, I said uh, last night on the Miller's Edge Extra that how we've been uh, counting down, you know, remember counting down to, to kick off and. And now already, after this weekend, we are halfway through the season. Now, we do have a bye week in there for a lot of teams, uh, so you'll start to see those. But but listen, man, we're in, in October. September is done. Uh, Alabama sitting here at 4-1 after 5. Not a bad start. Uh, again, they lost to Texas at home, although I heard um, Mr. Danny Cannell on his SEC CBS, or CBS show that that was a bad loss, but it's not – a bad loss. I mean, it's a loss for If you want to call it a bad loss for Alabama, any loss is bad, by the way. I mean, there's no such thing as a good loss. But they lost to a team that a lot of people have in the top four right now if the season ended will be in the college football playoffs. 
So we would call that uh, not so bad of a loss. Uh, but anyway, every every goal, every opportunity still lies ahead. Now, if you lose this game, you put yourself behind the eight ball just a tad. It can be no more losses, no more mistakes uh, in the SEC. They will put Alabama at four and two. If they lost, uh, A&M will control his own destiny. Now, they still got a lot of games to play, a lot of football left to be played. So this is not end-all, be-all. It is a huge game. And I say it because looking at Alabama's schedule, I circled this game because I think if they win and get to 5-1, and one, you get that difficult road game out the way. And, and the, the other games are in your backyard, right? LSU, Arkansas. So, you know, those, those are tough games. Tennessee, and the only other one is at Auburn, whom you're better than, but we always know that that could be an iffy game. But this, to me, is the game you have to win if you're going to win the SEC West. And everybody is taking AM. Alabama's ranked number 11 in the country. Texas AM, by the way, at 4 1 is not even ranked. I mean, it's kind of shocking. They're, they are 4 1 and not even ranked, but yet everybody in America would tell you how great this team is. Everybody in America is telling you how dominant this defense is, the front seven. Everybody in America is telling you how much better. They are than Alabama. And the problem is, is because what they see, not the Texas game, is what they seen in the South Florida game, right? And Alabama has bounced back. Now, they beat, as bad as they look, they still won by two touchdowns in South Florida. They came back, and they took care. A lot of people saying the same thing. Old Miss Lane Kiffin, they're going to beat Alabama, blah, 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 blah. And then they turned around and said, well, Ole Miss is not really that good. And then, but LSU is great. And LSU is awesome. And LSU is the team to beat in the SEC West. And then the LSU goes down to Ole Miss, hotty toddy, and get blasted. Right? They get blasted. They get a 55-piece on them. Lose the game. Now what? Now people are still questioning Alabama football. And to me, if, if and I know coaches that don't, don't listen to the, the outside noise, I don't believe that. I believe everything gets onto his desk or some kind of way what people are saying. He watches TV. He's on the, the Pat McAfee show. He's, listen, I, I know they, that's a good thing to say, coach speaking, all that good stuff. But they understand what's been said. And hopefully, you know, that, that you don't just pay attention to it. But understand the disrespect. Understand here it is. How many years in a row have we been saying, not me, but people, about Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M, right? It's like uh, they're waiting for them to break out. They're waiting for them to have this, this breakout season, and, and here you go. Two years ago, the Alabama lost there. Last, last second field goal. Two year, uh, last year, Jalen Milrow, by the way, gets to start Bryce Young Hurt here at home, bryant Diddy Stadium. Jalen Miro, three touchdown passes. We highlighted a lot of those plays last night on the middle of the extra. I promise you, go check that out. You'll enjoy it. We really just on the freeze frame break some things down so you can see. Um, but they get to win. But here we go again. Here we go again. AM, Alabama, one and a half point favorite in this ballgame. Right? Everybody is, is, is touting the, the defensive front, Christian, that's, you know, number one in the SEC. You pulled up the stats and all of this stuff. You know, the last two weeks, what, 14, 15 sacks, whatever it is, a 20-something tackle for losses the last two games, and, and Alabama. It sets up beautiful, right? beautifully for the, the, the national media. 
The Alabama offensive line has struggled. They're one of the worst teams uh, in the conference in the country at protecting the quarterback. Here's a here's the pass protection rate. They give you all these stats. Why AM gonna dominate Bama? Because they've been great the last two weeks. Alabama hasn't been good. And and then so this front is just gonna run through them like diarrhea. Let me tell you something. It ain't gonna happen. Because every week is different. Alabama's better than Auburn. Alabama's better than Monroe. Alabama's better than uh, uh, who they beat last week? Arkansas. They ain't gonna, and, and, and Arkansas, as bad as they played, gave up two or three critical plays, right, Christian? Punt return for a touchdown, pick six for a touchdown. It was up there. I mean, and it was 30 something. It wasn't like it's some huge blowout game. And another game was in Dallas, not at College of Calfield College Station. But you, you hear where I'm going with this? Yep. I mean, it's just these are the the, the scenarios people are painting. I mean, I ain't buying AM just yet like that. Now, if Alabama go and play this game, they should win. Period. They should. But if they go, you know. Messing around, turning the ball over, penalties, and we see what we saw South Florida, they're going to lose. Right? But the Alabama in the last two weeks that we've seen will win this game. And that's the Alabama I'm expecting to see. This is the Alabama I'm expecting to show up and accept the challenge by going on the road and snatching the heart out of these people. The narrative has to change at some point. How many times have they buried Alabama? The grave has been dug. They buried Nick Saban, and they standing there smiling with 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 some with their teeth out, and you know, oh, the, the dynasty crumbling, the dynasty over. Lane Kiffin crumbling by you know Taylor Swift is over, and they sitting there. The grave has been dug. The hole is there, and they got the shovels on the dirt on the side. And what people in this country are ready to do, they're ready to take that shovel and cover Nick Saban up and cover this Alabama football team up. But it's not over. What's that thing you did when you was hurt, Christian, and you came with that wrestler? Oh, the Undertaker. Yeah. Kind of, kind of rising up from the dead, or the tombstone oh, thing, or the casket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, right? And and, and I, I fully expect to see that that Alabama team. Now, I know there's going to be some challenges, probably early on. You know, you're playing on the road in a hostile environment. Again, I, I went already, already explained this. I'm not using that as an excuse. It's, it's the fact of the matter. Even though I think they should be just fine, right? Every team I played on, we, we had the mentality that we were going to go over to whoever we were playing and take it over, but. Anyway, that's going to be a challenge. You got loud crowd noises. It's going to be hard to communicate. I think the biggest thing is they just can't beat themselves with undisciplined penalties, whether it's pre-snap penalties, you know, false starts because it's so loud. You know, be prepared for the environment. You know, we simulate the crowd noise in practice. Use that to your advantage, right? Take that serious all week in practice. That way, you, you know, it, and it's not going to be a perfect simulation, but just know what to expect and handle it, you know, um, you know with poise and confidence. I mean, they did that against Mississippi State. I felt that they handled it extremely well. You know, initially they got off to a little bit of a rocky start, but, you know, they hit the ground running after that, and, and they they seemed to handle it just fine. So as long as they do that and they show up confident, like you said, they don't listen to all the, all the noise and numbers, even though I'm going to throw out these numbers because I think it's just, you know, fun to look at. Again, I know it doesn't paint the whole picture. I've never been an analytics guy. 
But I think it's it, it, it kind of points you in the direction of what, what you could look out for. Obviously, if you watch tape, you'll know what to look out for as well. But I like pairing the two together. And so here we go. I know you hate numbers, so you can... You can, you know, turn your take your headphones off if you want it or whatever you want to do. <laughs> but I'm gonna read. I'm All right. So for Texas A&M, let's read some of their stats. They're number one in sack rate. They, you know, they 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 pretty much get sacks about 16% of the dropbacks of the opposing team. They're number one in tackle for loss per game, and this is according to the NCAA's website. Number one in tackles per, uh, tackle for loss per game. Right, that's about four per game. Oh no, excuse me. They're number two in sacks per game. That's about four sacks per game. They had seven sacks in back-to-back weeks. They played uh, Arkansas had seven sacks. Then Auburn the week prior had seven sacks. Then you have the number 20th rushing defense for A&M, right? And so uh, then we slide over. They also are number three in getting off the field in third down. That's probably largely in part due to the fact that they do such a good job, at, you know, stopping the run and, and getting people behind the chains on first and second down. So they have a really good, uh, you know, third down rate on defense. Then you compare Alabama's offensive line. They've given up 20 sacks. That puts them at number 122nd nationally uh, so far this year. So that's something to just look out for, right? Obviously, if you watch them on tape, you know they're disruptive. But I'm with you, though. I'm not just going to look at those numbers and say, oh, man, that means Alabama's going to give up five to seven sacks and it's going to be a long night. No, I mean, I'm sure they'll probably give up a couple. I mean, it's, it's football. You're playing against a high-level opponent. But I don't think it's just going to be them teeing off on the quarterback. The progress that I've seen out of Alabama's uh, offensive line over the past few weeks has been very promising. I thought Caden Proctor played much better last week against Mississippi State. I think, you know, if you're Tommy Reese, you go into this game plan, you know, you know how effective they are with their pass rush. So you try to neutralize that, whether that's, you know, putting, you know, six-man, seven-man protection, keeping those tight ends or backs in to help assist in the pass pro, getting the ball out quick, whether it's quick slant, screens, whatever you have to do to you know, neutralize that pass rush because you can do it with the quick passes, you can do it with extra protection, whatever you feel you know, works best, you got to take that approach. Um, but then, but you look at Alabama, they're doing some really nice things. You look at our defense, we've got some nice stats too. We're number 18 uh, nationally in our turnover uh, margin. You know, we've been forcing a lot of turnovers and we've done a really good job protecting the football in recent weeks, which is going to be really important. And I'll get to my keys in a little bit. Uh, but Alabama's, you know, 30th in the country and getting off the field on third down. So a uh, pretty good stat there, but that's something to look for, look out for as well. But those are my numbers that I thought were, you know, important for this football game. But um, I know you hate your numbers, but I thought it was interesting. But in the next segment, maybe we can talk about our keys after watching the tape and what we think is going to be necessary for Alabama to do uh, and what they shouldn't do if they want to win this football game. All right, we'll do that. Plus your phone calls, 205 342 9904, what is your prediction? What is your keys? We'll take calls. We'll give you our keys. On the flip side of this break, this is the Middle's Edge. We're on the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. We'll be back in just a moment. And we're sponsored by a good friend of the Good Feet Store. Football is back. And no. Hello, Tide 100.9 fans. Yep, it's Friday, so that means big noon sports. With Lars Anderson, Laura Lee, Matt Coulter, Justin Jones. We'll be broadcasting live from Free. You know, that's the flagship of the Strip. That's where you go to get your burgers, your beer, watch football, listen to Irish music, just have a big time. And that's why we are live every Friday during the college football season. Roll Tide. 
from noon until 2. It's Texas A&M weekend, and I don't need to tell you how big this game is. So we need your support during the game and especially right now as we warm up for the game. You got your wings, you got your burgers, you got your, oh, how many different kinds of beers. So drop by and see us. We'll even put you on the air if you want to ask a question about the football game. Head to the free this afternoon from noon until 2. It's Big Noon Sports. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. We'll maintain the chance of a few scattered rain showers this afternoon, mostly cloudy with a high at 79. Tonight, showers ending this evening, clearing after midnight, the low 52. Tomorrow's sunny, breezy, and cool, the high at 67. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Make sure you go get this new album release. Carolyn's Boy. Darius uh, really loved his mother. And he wrote this uh, a lot of these songs based on his mom, Carolyn. And uh, that's the song Fires Don't Start Themselves by Darius Rucker. Big time country singer, Gamecock, and a great friend of mine. So I want to just give a shout out and let you know it is available. Started on yesterday. Check it out. Some good, good stuff on my friend's album, Darius Rucker. All right, 205 Let's take a quick call, and we'll get to our um, our breakdown here and our keys in just a moment. I believe we have Jamie. Jamie, thanks for holding. Welcome in. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's happening? What's up, Jamie? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all know what time it is. Let's go time, baby. That's right. Let's go! <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. These naysayers, they kill me, man. I Every Friday morning, I'm drinking my cup of coffee. Cut it on SEC Network and listening to Dumb and Dumber on SEC Morning, hyping up uh, uh, Texas A&M just like they hyped up Ole Miss. Man, come on, please, man. Like, it's <laughs> unbelievable how they hype up these teams before Alabama. And, and you're right. If we go out there and we beat Texas A&M, uh, well, Texas A&M wasn't no good. That's the same thing we heard against Ole Miss, right? When we yep. put that foot, we put that uh, foot in their mouth, right? So mm-hmm. we're gonna do the same yep. thing. And I love listening to them on Monday because they had, you know, Fridays they have the little show on the morning, and on Mondays they have the little show and they backtrack on everything they say. So uh, exactly. we're gonna get it. We're gonna be ready. Uh, I have a hundred percent confidence in this team. You know, I so, do uh, I, I, I think, I think again they're gonna roll. I think, I think the big key in this game, and really nobody's not really talking about it. It's gonna come down to a special team. We got Mister Automatic, best kicker in the country, and I'm that's my prediction. Twenty four, twenty one. We gonna we gonna bust it right through the upright for the win. You gonna uh, record with a last last minute field goal, kind of give them a little yes. bit of dose of the medicine that happened to us twenty two years ago. Yeah, 24-21, Bama. We're taking it. I love yes, it. Sir. Roll, tie, freaking roll. All right. 
Y'all have a good weekend. Right, have a good weekend. We'll bless you, brother. Hey, well, I'll talk to y'all Monday with that big win. RTR, I love baby. Friend. I love the confidence. I love the, what he said. I, I woke up this morning. I had the old iPad next to me and turned it on. I heard uh, the same thing. Peter Burns, everybody, uh, Chris Button, to every uh, Desmond Howard, everybody's predicting Alabama to lose to AM. and um, And listen, I can understand if you're looking at what you saw early and you saw and you're reading stats that Christian loves to read, and, and if, you look, if you just listen at that, if you just close your eyes and just listen to them stats, there is no way. Matter of fact, if, if you listen to these stats and listen to these, uh, I'm going to be nice on a Friday, these people and their breakdowns, and then I should just uh, send uh, Ellis or somebody over there a text message and say, Hey, boys, don't even, uh, don't get on a plane. Don't even waste the fuel. Don't waste your time, hotel, and all the food and everything that goes into traveling. You know, don't even, don't, just just forfeit the game. Because, you know, A&M's defense had seven sacks the last two weeks against Arkansas, who's one of the worst offenses, worst teams in the country. Against, oh, by the way, Auburn, who's, not really good either, but but they were struggling in that game for a while, playing two quarterbacks. They don't even know who they are right now. But don't, 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 don't worry about who they were playing. Don't worry about, you know, L.A. Monroe, Louisiana Monroe. And, and uh, you know, that, but because of what they've done the last two weeks, they have come into their own. And, and, not, and, and don't worry about what you've done because it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter that, that the team that they said was going to beat you, Ole Miss, at home and your defense going to give up big plays and blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, then you got to go to Mississippi State and the cowbells and the loudness. and blah, You know, you, they're going to blitz you and your offensive line is bad. And blah, you know, don't worry about that. Just don't get on the plane. No, don't worry about it. Don't go play. Because all everybody else knows what's, what's going to transpire. That drives me nuts. Because you're looking at, you're hoping that this will happen, first of all. You're hoping that Alabama doesn't play well. You're hoping that you can have an I told you so moment. But that's Alabama. Everybody's you against the world. It is what it is. They're sick of you. They're tired of you. They want you to be done early in the year. To say, Alabama, we don't have to talk about them, about the college football playoffs. Please, Lord, let them lose. That's what they're probably praying right now as we speak, Christian. I mean, they could be. I mean, that's how it always is. I mean, it, it, we call it Alabama fatigue, right? Everybody just tired of Alabama winning and being successful. And it, I get it. I get it. But it is what it is. I mean, the tide's going to keep rolling. You know, it, it, we were laughing about this other day. I mean, how many times has the, the Bama dynasty been dead, right, in the past, I don't know, <laughs> 15 years or so? I mean, like, it feels like every year, every other year, you know, the narrative's, oh, Alabama's done, the dynasty's over. And then, you know, we just rise up, like you talked about The Undertaker, and it's back, right? You know what I mean? And people just, they just try to write us off so quick. But here, here's the thing. I mean, I know you keep making fun of the stats. I just like reading them just because it, it's interesting to look at. Again, I don't, I don't think that's how this game is going to pan out. You're right. If I, if I had no uh, knowledge of what the teams were, and you read a stat to me like, okay, Team A is number one in this category, uh, you know, sacks generated per game, tackles for loss per game, and and then I said that the other team, Team B, is, you know, 122nd in the country giving up. So, I mean, I just was like, dang, well, it sounds like Team A is about to steamroll them. But, again, I, that's why I said they don't paint the whole picture. It just, 
is something to look at uh, because you're right now. And I think there's a lot of stuff that goes in that. Like I, I know Alabama's, you know, has given up a lot of sacks, but I, I don't think it's entirely just because of how the offensive line played. I think there's other factors involved in that that go. So, so yeah. I, I'm with you on that. But you know, I, I, I just I don't understand why A and M. And I'm not I'm not downplaying them because I know they're a good football team. They have a lot of talent, and it's going to be a very tough place to play. I played there a couple times. I, I get all that. It's just. It's just people, you're right. People just hype these other teams up like we're just so inferior, and I, I don't quite understand it. Um, but again, I mean, I'd almost rather be on that side. I, I, I like proving people wrong. I mean, and obviously the guys on the team also kind of feel that way. I mean, they came up with with the acronym, or is it Lank? You know, let all naysayers know whether that's for Jalen Milrow or for everybody. I'm not exactly sure, but you know, they they like being doubted and, and, and counted out. So. Hopefully they, they take that as motivation. They use it as fuel, and they go in this game with something to prove, and then they get the job done, which I which I fully expect them to do. No doubt about it, 205-342-9904, the confidence, the moxie. You got to have the swag. I mean, and yeah, to still Colorado, you got to take it personal. I mean, everybody wants to say it's personal. Uh, nice Smith wants to say it's personal. I mean, he's a very good football player. Uh, he's going to be a key factor if A&M is going to win this game. But Alabama now has to start taking this thing personal. And, uh, you know, the disrespect is, is, is unbelievable. I get it. I understand why sometimes based on how they started the season. But listen, they have been trending in the right direction. Let's go back out to the phones here on a football Friday, prediction Friday. Tommy, he's in Romulus. Welcome in, Tommy, to the program. How you doing today, guys? Doing excellent. Doing well, Tommy. Well, I apologize I haven't called this week because they were working on my phone line. I think progress is finally coming towards my area again, so maybe I can get on the Internet and pick you up on other things. So keep yeah, we got to get you some Wi-Fi. we got to get you some Wi-Fi down Romulus. That's right. Uh, like I made a comment, Ron Vala told me I'm going to have to apologize to the governor. I said, I'm not going to get it to January 27 when she's going out the door. I mean, so I'm being mean, of course. But, but no, the key to the game is high quarterback taking what the defense gives us and just be a good, and I hate this terminology, a great game manager. No turnovers, no bad snap hitting you upside the head. I mean, I mean, no penalties. Just play good, smart football. And we do that. I don't think we're going to have to worry about Mr. Riker kicking off game-winning field goal. I think we can handle him. You know, I'm like, I have never seen all these national championship teams like Ole Miss and A&M getting ready to whoop Alabama. And when they do beat Alabama, like two years ago, they beat them by a field goal. And it was a major, you know what, AA dot dot whooping. But when we beat somebody by 10 points, Oh, Alabama playing a slow game. Alabama in a funk. Something wrong with them. These games are going to be slumber, Doctor, as the great Keith Jackson used to say. And it's going to be one in the fourth quarter. Would I like for us to win it at halftime? Oh, heck yeah. I can go and pop some more popcorn and be happy. <laughs> That's a mud pie. And mud pie. I'm glad you remember that. I was just seeing you remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember it, and I've seen somebody else somewhere. I can't remember where I was, but they mud pie came up, and it might have been in a restaurant somewhere, and I've, I've thought about you, Tommy. 
Sure well, thank you, sir. Well, I, I hope you didn't vote like, D on the mud pie. That's why I was worried I didn't hear from y'all. I was what if Tommy ate too much mud pie? We might need to check on it. <laughs> well, put it this way. Terrible thing I did. I got home. I got in some more of them, a brownie and stuff. And I drank milk. I don't know what happened to me. By 930, I hate to admit this. I went to bed. I was out. My brother told me I can't handle my sugar and chocolate no more, so I guess I'm going to have to, you know, I can't handle it no more. It just whooped me. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and rehab the chocolate. Oh, God, help us all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I what, the, what's your prediction? Which well score you got? I'm going to say tw- Alabama 27, uh, A&M 17. 27. A&M, the Aggies, 17, 17. plus 10 for the Tide. Yeah, I believe. I mean, it's just like the talk they had. How many years ago has it been now? I guess 15, when Georgia was supposed to have the blackout. This team, Alabama team, did not have a prayer. And Georgia was preseason number one. Mark Ingram, Julio Jones, and John Parker Wilson. Lift them up, coming and going. I mean, I think we had like 35 points by halftime or something. It was phenomenal. I was blown away. I'm like, I enjoyed that game. I hated the third quarter. We kind of got lack, but hey, go play football. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to play all my football. We're going to win. Easy. I mean, that's the thing, Tommy. If they do what they need to do, man. Thanks for the phone call. I'm glad you're okay. Hopefully we can celebrate with some mud pie on uh, Saturday late afternoon here in Alabama. All righty. I'll take care, guys. God bless you. That's my yes, friend Tommy. Sir. Thank you, Tommy. Romulus. I mean, can't handle this chocolate, so got to make sure you get that uh, sugar straight. Let's go ahead and hit a... <laughs> let's do a quick break here, Justin, and uh, that way we can have much more time in the last segment. Going to save a couple of minutes. Again, if you want to relax, you're not going to Texas, you're not heading that way, and you want to go somewhere and watch the game and smoke a cigar at the same time because you don't smoke in your house, then go to R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street. Check out Reagan and Randy. Uh, great deals, the best selection in town, the best bourbon selection in town, flat screen TVs throughout that building, uh, recliners. I mean, you can get your nap in between if you want to. Uh, one of the most relaxing places that I've ever been. I've been coming here since 2013, since Christian was getting recruited by the Crimson Tide and became good friends with those folks over there and ended up marrying uh, Reagan and Leslie. Now they have a little baby, Raina, with another one on the way. So go check the good folks out there at R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street, and uh, have a good time. You may catch me out there for a little bit on the mark because I'm still here in Tuscaloosa. Go ahead, Christian. Just want to remind everybody before we go to break real quick about Alumni Hall. Make sure you go shop Alumni Hall for your latest and greatest Crimson Tide apparel. Remember, fall weather is coming up. Go and get your hoodies, your sweatshirts. You got to be dressed to impress in that cold weather. So head on over to Alumni Hall. And they're also giving away tickets to the the Arkansas game October 14th and also a $250 gift card. So go enter the sweepstakes by going to Alumni Hall and choosing Alabama or going to their website, Alumni Hall. Dot com and check them out. Again, giving away tickets to the Arkansas game October 14th and a $250 gift card. 
Plus, you get to shop the latest and greatest officially licensed Alabama gear. So go shop Alumni Hall in Midtown Village or go to alumnihall.com where the ultimate Crimson Tide fans shop. We'll be Alumni Hall, I'm out. coming to see you. I'm, I'm coming there to you see go, you. Yeah. I need a three X tall because I'm in town. Been here going on two weeks now. A week and a half, something like that. And the weather's going to get cool this weekend. And you know what? This brother needs a little hoodie. So I'm coming by there to get me a three X tall black. Black. <laughs> Black. All right, we got to hit a break. JK and others, you on hold? We see you. We coming to you. Quick time out. Again, our show sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's art support expert. We'll be back in just a moment. Take on Texas A&M at Kyle Field. Our coverage begins at 11.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Hello, Tide 100.9 fans. Yep, it's Friday, so that means big noon sports. With Lars Anderson, Laura Lee, Matt Coulter, Justin Jones. We'll be broadcasting live from Ennis Free. You know, that's the flagship of the Strip. That's where you go to get your burgers, your beer, watch football, listen to Irish music, just have a big time. And that's why we are live every Friday during the college football season. Roll Tide from noon until 2. It's Texas A&M weekend, and I don't need to tell you how big this game is. So we need your support during the game and especially right now as we warm up for the game. You got your wings, you got your burgers, you got your, oh, how many different kinds of beers. So drop by and see us. We'll even put you on the air if you want to ask a question about the football game. Head to the free this afternoon from noon until 2. It's Big Noon Sport. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. understand or know who this is, but I thought about this song when all the rumors were going around about Jayla Miro and the hamstring. <laughs> how did these rumors get started? I mean, how did people start posting stuff on X and every other media say, oh, Jayla Miro and his hamstring? Well, rumors get started every day, unfortunately. People say things that are not remotely true. That's why you got to be careful who you choose to listen to and their sources, and this, that, and a third, and all the stuff people are saying have no idea. Uh, but Miro has no hamstring injury at all. Um, so 
just to let you know that. Um, nothing, no truth, zero to that, okay? So there's a lot of rumors out there, and uh, make sure you choose wisely. 205-342-9904. What's your thoughts, your comments on the ball game? Alabama favorite by a smidge. A one and a half to two points, uh, depending on who you're looking at or what site you're on. Uh, both teams four and one. The winner controls their destiny in the West. And a uh, huge game for Alabama. Huge, huge game. I think it's the hardest game that they have left on the schedule, if you ask me. you got to win this one. If they're going to get to Atlanta, it goes through College Station. Christian Miller, Justin Jones, hanging out here with you on the Miller's Edge. Uh, let's go ahead and take another call, and I want you to hear something from last year in just a moment. So let's go back out to the phones, and let's speak with J.K., in Tuscaloosa. J.K., welcome in. Okay, pasta does me, amigos. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but yeah. Not a mucho, not a mucho. Que tal? Hey, I only know enough Spanish to get us in trouble. We can get to the see, camp house see, and see, see. the border, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I know a little bit. I can speak a little Spanish, actually. I, I Chris, can. I only know, uh, let's see, Nueta... Uh, Don't even see, try. Uh, it's, it's okay. <laughs> see, cinco, you might say something you shouldn't. Um, let's see. Seis means six. That's my prediction. Alabama by six. Hey, let me say this. Let me first of all say I want to thank the Lord for getting us all to this Friday. I'm so happy I made it because it's been a hell of a week this week. Oh, man. Oh, we're trust glad me. you're we here, brother. We understand, brother. Thank you. Yes, hey, sir, have, you been hit, you. have you ever been hit with a biscuit? Uh, I can't hit with say a biscuit. Yeah, hit with a biscuit. I got hit with a biscuit by my wife. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> hey, you know, those, you know those biscuits that come in the can that you hit on the counter and they pop open. Yeah, yeah. She hit your head with a well, can was, of biscuits. No, I was I was cooking some of those, and one came out a little bit weird. So I threw it on the cabinet just to see if it would stick and kind of shape it out. Well, she picked right. one up and hit me in the forehead with it, and it stuck. <laughs> So I can officially say I've been wow. hit by a biscuit, and thank goodness its name didn't end with Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay, J.K. Oh, Lord. But that, that, that was just Monday. I had another five days this week. It's been crazy, but we won't get yeah, into that. Yeah, that started on Monday, bro. I, I can only imagine what you went through. But I, I had a, it, it, it a, was a cheeseburger that the bond was... If, if you'd have been hit with this bond that I had on my burger, I ain't going to call out the name of the place... In Tuscaloosa, you would have had a concussion. That's I, probably <laughs> I probably know the place. I probably know the place. And they want to call that a brioche bun. I call it a brioche. Oh, brick. yes. You're right. Hey, guys, let me ask you this. What gives you any inclination, any inclination that Tommy Reese is going to change our offensive game plan? Because if Milrow's been hamstringed, that's what he's been hamstringed by. It's by the offensive coordinator. Mm. Wow, that's good right there. That's good. That's that's so good. Um, I'm just I'm just hopeful that um, there will be some more wrinkles. You know that that they are extending the playbook just a little bit uh, to see what Miro can handle. I'm I'm hopeful that that's going to happen. I think this is the perfect time for it to happen. So I think we're going to see some different things. Uh, and the fact that if we go back, we did this last night. Christian pulled it up. Uh, Jalen Miro playing against AM 
and a lot of the same defense of defensive players and things that worked at the RPO and slants of Burton. And I mean, he was throwing some darts. And so hopefully they'll go back and take some of those things and implement into the uh, game plan. That's what we're hoping. That's what gave me a little bit, a little bit more confidence. Do you think we can pull it off? Well, you do. You yes. got to save it. No, no, I do. I, I, I think, you know, listen, I'm a big Christian. I, been talking about this a lot. We we are really feeling the defense. I, I don't I don't think that they're um, elite yet, like the announcer said last week at Mississippi State. But they're trending to the status of being elite. Uh, the pass rush, we had an opportunity uh, to just to look at it and, and talk and break down some stuff and get some answers to some stuff. And I can tell you, uh, everybody's excited about what this defense can do, and they are really talented, too deep talented, and so. Um, I feel good about them going on the road. I think they're going to take the challenge that Anaya Smith and what he said. I think that's going to be something uh, that they use as some fuel to add to the fire. And, and I think they're tired of the naysayers, just like we all are. So I feel confident. Well, you, you've got more confidence than I do. I'm going to I'm going to throw you out my prediction, and I'm going to get off this horn and let y'all talk to somebody else. But I'm going to go 27, 21, Aggie. 27, 21. A&M, the oh, fighting Jimbo Fishers. Hey, listen, hey, listen, you got a man got to go what he feels. I oh, mean, absolutely. Well, I know. Like I'm just saying, man, JK's our guy, man. But, it, yeah. but hey, that's, I, I, mean, I, I understand that. I am mad with him. Good football team. I, you, you're not the only one. You're not alone in that. We'll say that. We got a couple people on the station that are choosing A&M. Well, let me tell you, the last time I was trending, I was making biscuits and I got hit in the head with one. So I'm going to let you guys have a good weekend. <laughs> and roll tide. And Road believe me, you me, we're going to be talking Monday about our offense. No, we're going to be having a good conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting so. Taylor Miro is going to be the MVP going back home to Katy, Texas. Uh, right outside Katy, Texas, he's going to MVP. Taylor Miro is going to be the stud. I'm, I'm saying it right now. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Have a great weekend. And watch them flying biscuits. Austin, get ready. Gracias por Yamada, JK. Thank you. All right, brother. 205-342-9904. I mean, them canned biscuits can get hard real quick, man. They can leave them oh, all. Yeah. No, all right, Christian, I'm going to pod you up, brother. You, you been on the sidelines. You called this game last year. What you got? Yeah, well, I just thought it was interesting. I mean, this game came down to the wire last season, and uh, Jalen Milrow was a starter, and the call was, you know, was on the defense. You know, they, they drove down. They were, uh, you know, trying to basically win the game, and it came down to the last play, and we just had a really, you know, really fun and, Great call with our broadcast team. I just wanted to throw that in there. So, Justin, if you could pod that up, uh, this is on the last play of the game where Alabama makes a stand and wins the football game. So, let's go ahead and play that real quick. Christian Miller, I wish we could put you in right now, but on our broadcast, we're going to bring you in. What are you doing? I have I have two great edge guys, three great edge guys. I'm gonna let those guys rush, and I'm gonna drop the rest of these guys. I'm gonna let them play the goal line. Make sure you have a, a, a thick coverage right here, because they're probably gonna run, they're gonna throw the ball right here. So you wanna do everything you can. Just use your edge guys to get pressure up front. But everybody else needs a plaster receiver, and do not let them get an zone. Bama fans on their feet, making all the noise they can with a lot of nausea, running through the place as well. Final play of the game, three seconds left. Aggies at the Alabama two. Four-point Bama lead. We're trying to keep it that way. King gets a snap. Time. Throws. It is incomplete. Zeros on the clock. Ball game. No flags. Alabama wins. Let's get out of here. 
I mean, that, you can't beat that. That was so much fun. <laughs> we did. Wow. And that was so much fun. I, I love Chris Stewart, man. He's so passionate and phenomenal at what he does. But, man, that was just really fun. But, that, look, that's how I went. It came down to the wire last last season with Jalen Milrow at quarterback. Defense had a great stand on the two-yard line. And, I mean, we got the job done. I get we were in Brian Denny, but I got full faith and confidence in this, in this team this year going on the road. You know, I, I, think it, I think it could come down to another one like we just heard on that call. It could come down to that, right? Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, I hope not. Win, and we'll but. see. We'll see. But I know we're short on time, so real quick, I just want to get my keys in real quick and then get my prediction, and I'll pass it back to you. My keys into this football game, going into this football game, winning the line of scrimmage, you know, specifically on offense. They got to, you know, protect the quarterback, but also they got to be able to run the ball effectively. You don't want to get behind the chains. You know, A&M is good at, in both of those categories in terms of stopping the run and getting after the quarterback. So it's going to be imperative for our offensive line to get the job done up front. The same thing for our defensive line, right? The turnover battle is going to be huge. We've got to protect the football. We saw what happens when we turn the ball over, whether it was in this Texas game from this season or any other time. When we turn the ball over, it it, it, it puts us behind in football games. It gives them opportunities to score. And I don't think we're, we're this team is necessarily built to be that come-from-behind team. So protect the football and force some turnovers like we did last week. And also, just go into this game poised and confident and keep your composure. It's going to be loud. It's going to be hostile. Trust in your preparation. Go out there. Handle your business. Communicate effectively. And ultimately, I think we can walk away with the victory. My score prediction in this game, I got 24 to 20 Alabama winning in a tight one. Uh, MVPs, I'm going to go Jalen Milrow on offense. Defensively, I'm going to go, who is tough? Gosh, I don't even Braswell, know. I'm going to go Malachi Braswell. Moore. I know. I want, yeah, either Braswell or Malachi Moore. <clears throat> I'm going Braswell. I'm going Braswell. Braswell is going to be my guy defensively, Jalen Milrow on offense. Let me just say this real quick. I'm going to give you the biggest key I got on offense, win first down. Win first down, stay ahead of the chains. Don't get behind the sticks. Don't allow that pass rush to pin their ears back and come at you. And on the uh, defensive side, just don't give up any big plays. This is not an offense that's going to try to strike you with big plays. Pressure the quarterback. That's what Arkansas did last week. Mac Johnson took a lot of shots, and I believe we're going to hit him. That's why I posted that video. Me playing against the Dolphins, bloody his nose. Bloody up his nose. If daddy want to take his shirt off in the stands, make him put on a, a winter coat because you're going to bring some heat. Here we go. We're going to bring some heat. So here it is. Go there confident. Go there understanding that you are the Alabama Crimson Tide, that there is no funeral happening in Nagyville, but there's a celebration and a party. Let them know from the get up who you are, who you are. Uh, you have to know who you are before you can make somebody else figure out who you are. Go up there, play reckless, and play fearless. Forget the stands. Make this your stadium by the end. You are the Crimson Tide. And I'll say it again. The Tide is rolling in. So Jimbo Fisher, we can't hardly understand what you say now. Wait till this beat down because it's coming. Like your daddy, he gonna spank you. Roll, tie, roll. Have a great weekend, everybody. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you on Monday on Celebration Monday. This is the Miller's Edge. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily.